بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد ما brothers and sisters two of the greatest نعمات and blessings of Allah سبحانه وتعالى our death and the day of judgment our mouth and yawmul akhirah yawmul qiyamah i say that because the reality of life is that no matter who is in what position no matter how powerful an oppressor might be one day he or she will die there is nothing whatsoever that they can do to postpone that day or to lengthen their lives absolutely nothing all their power and all their wealth and all their influence and everything else is only good for the time they have or a part of the time that they have in this world and then when the time for death comes allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that it cannot be brought forward and it cannot be extended or postponed la yastakhiruna sa'atan wa la yastaqdimun allah mentioned this in relation to individuals in relation to communities in relation to peoples in relation to empires countries whatever everybody has an appointed time has an appointed uh meeting with malakul maut and then all that they did in this world they will be called to account for that imagine the opposite imagine that the tyrants who are ruling the world today and all the tyrants who ruled the world but now they have reached their destination imagine there was no death and they were all alive and their tyranny would go on forever because they have the they have the power they have the wealth they have the the might so alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not give anybody that uh that that opportunity every tyrant will meet his or her ending and i say deliberately his or her because it's not as if women are not tyrants <clears throat> we have we have some extremely uh cases we we know we know and we have evidence of some extremely poisonous and toxic uh women who existed and exist and who have caused uh as much suffering and mayhem as men in those positions islam on the other hand has always drilled into us and this is the fundamental belief this is our creed that we believe that we will answer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one day and that is the day of judgment no matter what and therefore every practicing muslim lives by and should live by this awareness that this life of his will end 
there is no escape from that this life will end and then he or she will be called to account before allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this truth is true for every living creature on the face of the earth every man every jinn every living creature <laughs> the muslims are those who understand this and accept it and believe in it and do their best to live their lives in a way where that meeting with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not be a meeting full of embarrassment full of humiliation and resulting in grievous punishment from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i heard recently a very beautiful story that one of the sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam radhiyallahu anhu took his horse to the market to sell it he had this beautiful horse he took it to his mark to to the market to sell the horse and another sahabi came another companion of mr salam and he asked him he said this horse is for sale he said yes uh he said how much he said uh, 500 dirham 500 dirham or dinar dinar maybe it was a beautiful horse so as is always done when you are buying a horse you, uh, you ride it and you you know you test it out it's like like buying a car you take it for a test drive so this potential uh, customer he asked him he asked the seller he said can i ride your horse he said of course so he took the horse for a ride came back and he said this horse is worth more than 500 dinar so how about i give you 600 dinar so this my this seller said well you know subhanallah i mean i i want 500 dinar for this but if you are going to give me 100 dinar more i will be very grateful i mean thank you he said but you know something he said actually how about i give you 700 he said i'll be even more grateful he said are you joking he said no he said i'm serious he said how about i give you the real price of this horse which you know and i know is actually 800 dinar so this sahabi was silent the seller the buyer persisted he said how about i give you the real price so then the seller said well you know i will i will be very grateful to you may allah reward you if you give me the real price so the the buyer said to him he said so that deal is settled i will give you 800 800 dinar for this horse but tell me you knew the price of this horse was 800 dinar why were you selling it for 500 So the sahabi said you know i am in difficulty i am in financial difficulty majburi he said i am uh, i am constrained i am helpless i got i am in a you know bad situation i need the money badly so i thought if i ask for the actual price 800 maybe nobody will buy it so i said let me at least get what i need so i need 500 at least let me get that so the sahib said jazakallah khair thank you may allah reward you may allah ease your difficulty uh, here is the 800 then the seller asked him he said tell me he said i have a difficulty i have a problem 
right? I have, I'm helpless in this matter. So I offered it for 500. But why did you pay 800? Now, what was your uh, constraint? I mean, what, what were you tied down with? The other sahib said, I was tied down and I am tied down and I am constrained by the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi So the sahib said, subhanAllah, what, what do you mean? He said, Rasulullah sallallahu told us, taught us to buy what we need, not to buy other people's difficulties. Allah ke Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ne hume shikaya hai ke hum cheez ko kharide kisi ki majburi ko nahi kharide Now, think about this. Today in this world, how many times have we heard this case, heard this situation, heard this, uh, you know, this is uh, deal and people are very proudly, they say this, that I bought this house, the actual value of this house is Five million, but I got it for one million. And if you say, why did you, how did you get it for one million? He said, because the man he was who was selling it, he was helpless. You know, he was in need. So he was selling at a discounted price. My question to you, my brothers and sisters, is what are you going to do when you go before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Having bought the needs of people. Logo ki majbooriya kharit ke tum Allah ke samne khada ho ge. Or ye bolo ga ke Allah mein in ki majbooriyo ka fayda uthaya. You will stand with, with people's helplessness having taken advantage of it. And you will stand before Allah and say, Oh Allah, I took advantage of this person's helplessness. He or she had no alternative. They were helpless. And they had to sell. Imagine somebody is selling his house. The house in which he lives. He's selling it. He's taking off the roof from over the heads of his family. And you make a profit out of that. La My brother and sister, seriously remember that one day you will die. And one day I will die. Fear Allah, fear the adal of Allah, fear the justice of Allah. That on that day when you stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all those people you took advantage of, and you thought you were doing this, you thought that you were this great financial wizard and this great deal maker, where you were taking advantage of people, and you got this land cheaply and you got that house cheaply and you got this car cheaply knowing full well what was the value of that thing you did not pay it because the buyer was helpless the buyer needed the money remember you bought that buyer's helplessness you bought that you bought that seller's helplessness not as buyer the seller you bought the seller's helplessness. You didn't buy the house. You didn't buy the, the land. <clears throat> you didn't buy the material. You bought their helplessness. And that helplessness calls out to the Rabbul Mustadafeen, the Nasirul Mustadafeen, the Rabb of the helpless, 
the helper of the helpless remember that day when you will face allah subhanahu wa ta'ala an nasirul mustadafin an nasirul mazlumin the helpless of the mazlum of the one on whom you the man whom you oppressed because he did not give the full and correct price for what you bought from that person because you were taking advantage of his helplessness and making a profit in the process inna lillahi wa inna ilaihi rajiun if this is what you are doing if this is what you are feeding your children with and believe me you are playing with fire you are eating fire and your children are being fed with fire Now remember that a day will come in this world before you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and before you are called to account before Allah. A day will come in this world where Allah will put you in a position where you will be standing on the street with your hands open asking for the charity of people. And there will be others like you who are ready to take advantage of your helplessness. fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and help people we muslims were sent into this world not to take advantage of people we were sent into this world to help people give people their due even if they don't ask for it because you know it is their due and then we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inshallah to help you and to bless you and to forgive you and to to cover you with his grace and mercy and to give you real baraka and real profit in this world and the next for which you will not be held accountable inshallah wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika allah